Good morning, family. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's read and rant time, y'all. <laughs> good morning, y'all. <sighs> We're going to get settled here. We're getting settled, y'all. Quickly, if you guys had joined us for our reading, not our reading rant, our Bible study last night, if you were here, quickly just put a wave hand emoji, let people know that you were there, and please let me know how you guys felt about it. Um, as you guys know, um, I <clears throat> I have a Discord community. If you're not on Discord, I want to encourage you to jump on our Discord community, discord.gg slash Opus Frere, discord.gg slash Opus Frere. I want to encourage you to join us there. Uh, we have a community there. We Listen, it's lit up in there. So if you're not there, then you sleep. Just letting you know that right now. You are sleeping. All right. If you aren't on there. So please, I want to encourage you to join our Discord community. And um, I say this to say, well, I'm, I'm saying this because I want you to definitely plug in, but also I want to let my Discord people know, um, or at least I want to bring my Discord people into the conversation and ask them, hey, how was uh, Bible study for you? And also on our Discord community, we have our Patreon text chat. For those of you who don't know, we also have a Patreon community. And our Patreon community is, <clears throat> um, you can join our Patreon community at patreon.com slash Isaac Frere. Patreon.com slash Isaac Frere. If you're not a part of Patreon community, I want to, I want you to prayerfully consider becoming a patron. Your support makes all of this possible. It's because of your support that I'm here. <laughs> um, I'm able to do this because of those who have supported. If you're here and you're not able to support and you've been blessed by this ministry, I want you to know it is the commitment and support of our patrons that make all this possible. So I'm grateful for them and I'm grateful for their support. And um, and yes, you get you get to be beneficiaries of their generosity. And so uh, definitely uh, thank the patrons, y'all. If you're not able to be a patron on Patreon, thank the patrons for their generosity because we are here out of their commitment to support our ministry uh, moving forward. Really quickly, what chapter are we on, y'all? What chapter are we on? I, sh I should have had that ready. Anyway, we had Bible study yesterday, and um, and uh, I pray that it was a blessing to you guys. So let me know, like quickly, let me know um, what you thought about Bible study. Post it there so that I can see it in the comments. Let me know if it was a blessing to you. If you're on our Discord community, I know you're over here as well. Just let me know where you are with it. Let me know if it is a blessing. Um, I'm always looking to support you guys. I'm always looking to serve my community on <clears throat> um, on Discord and on uh, Instagram, on TikTok, and obviously also on Patreon. So uh, I want this to be a blessing to you. So if it was a blessing to you, please let me know. Um, so I'm just double checking here to make sure we have the right chapter. What chapter are we on, y'all? One chapter 23? 23, y'all. We're almost at the end. We're almost at the end. I look forward to announcing where we're going next once we get through um, through the book of Acts. I am excited. I am excited because I think you guys are going to love where we're going next. And 
uh, got some new things in the works. So I look forward to sharing that with you all. Um, if you are here, let's get right to it, y'all. I don't want to belabor the time. I want to get right to it. Uh, we, we just want to spend a few moments in the reading of the word today. And then we want to spend a few moments reflecting on the word of God. Uh, today, we're going to be reading through Acts 23. We've been reading through the entire Bible. Uh, if you haven't been with us, if this is your first time, again, join us on Patreon, join us on Discord, or you can also check it out on the Read and Rant podcast. Um, but what we do is, is we read through the entire Bible and we read large portions of text. So we'll read for about 20 to 30 minutes. Um, we'll read for 20 to 30 minutes and then we'll reflect for 20 to 30 minutes. And so I want to encourage you to ask three questions as we read, because this is not a Bible study. We had that yesterday, but today we want to just ask the Lord to just speak to us in our time during the reading of the word. And so we ask three questions. The first one is, God, what are you revealing concerning yourself? It's the first question. The second question that we ask is, God, what are you revealing concerning people? And then the third question that we ask is, God, what are you revealing concerning me? What are you revealing concerning me? Let's get in. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you as we come before you today, Lord. I pray that you would bless this time. Bless us as we get in your word today, Father. I just pray that you would speak in the few moments that we spend here today. Lord, guide us in your truth. Lord, we pray for your wisdom, your mind, your insight. Lord, let us have your mind today. We want to become more like you as we spend time in your word. And we say that in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's get to it, y'all. Acts 23, and I'll be reading from verse 1. Read along with me, and we're going to get right in, y'all. Let's do it. <clears throat> it says this in verse 1. Then Paul, looking earnestly at the council, said, Men and brethren, I have lived in all good conscience before God until this day. And the high priest Ananias commanded those who stood by him to strike him on the mouth. Then Paul said to him, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall. For you sit to judge me according to the law. And do you command me to be struck contrary to the law? And those who stood by said, do you revile God's high priest? Then Paul said, I did not know, brethren, that he was the high priest. For it is written, you shall not speak evil of a ruler of your people. But when Paul perceived that one part were Sadducees and the other Pharisees, he cried out to the council, men and brethren, I am a Pharisee, the son of a Pharisee. Concerning the hope and resurrection of the dead, I am being judged. And when he had said this, a dissension arose between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. For Sadducees say that there is no resurrection and no angel or spirit, but Pharisees confess both. Then there arose a loud outcry, and the scribes of the Pharisees' party arose and protested, saying, We find no evil in this man. But the spirit of an angel has spoken to him, let us not fight against God. And when there arose a great dissension, the commander, fearing lest Paul might be pulled to pieces by them, commanded the soldiers to go down and take him by force from among them and bring him into the barracks. But the following night, the Lord stood by him and said, Be of good cheer, Paul, for, I have for you have testified for me in Jerusalem 
so you must also bear witness at Rome. And when it was that day, some of the Jews banded together and bound themselves under an oath, saying that they would neither eat nor drink till they had killed Paul. Now there were more than 40 who had formed this conspiracy. They came to the chief priests and elders and said, we have bound ourselves under a great oath that we will eat nothing until we have killed Paul. Now, therefore, together with the council, suggest to the commander that he be brought down to you tomorrow. As though you were going to make further inquiries concerning him. But we are all, but we are ready, sorry, to kill him before he comes near. So when Paul's sister's son heard of their ambush, he went into the barracks and told Paul. Then Paul commanded one of the centurions to him and said, Take this young man to the commander, for he has something to tell him. So he took him and brought him to the commander and said, Paul, the prisoner called me to him and asked me to bring this young man to you. He has something to say to you. Then the commander took him by the hand, went aside and asked privately, what is it that you have to tell me? And he said, the Jews have agreed to ask you to ask that you bring Paul down to the council tomorrow, as though they were going to inquire more fully about him, but did not yield to them. For more than 40 of them lie in wait for him, men who have bound themselves by an oath that they will neither eat nor drink till they have killed him. And now they are ready, waiting for the promise from you. So the commander let the young man depart and commanded him, tell no one that you have revealed these things to me. And he called for two centurions, saying, Prepare 200 soldiers, 70 horsemen, and 200 spearmen to go to Caesarea at the third hour of the night and provide mounts to set Paul on and bring him safely to Felix the governor. He wrote a letter in the following manner, Claudius Lysias, to the most excellent governor Felix, greetings. This man was seized by the Jews and was about to be killed by them. Coming with the troops, I rescued him, having learned that he was a Roman. And when I wanted to know the reason they accused him, they brought him before their council. I found that he was accused concerning the questions of their law, but had nothing charged against him deserving of chains, of death or chains. And when it was told me that the Jews lay in wait for the man, I sent him immediately to you and also commanded his accusers to state before you the charges against him. Then the soldiers, as they were commanded, took Paul and brought him by night to Antipatris. The next day they left the horsemen to go with him and returned to the barracks. When they came to Caesarea and had delivered the letter to the governor, they presented Paul to him. When the governor had read it, he asked what province he was from. And when he understood that he was from Cilicia, he said, I will hear you when your accusers also have come. And he commanded him to be kept in Herod's praetorium. Chapter 24. Now after five days, Ananias the high priest came down with the elders and certain orator named Tertullus. And these gave evidence to the governor against Paul. And when he was called upon, Tertullus began his accusation saying, seeing that you 
Sorry that through you, we enjoy great peace and prosperity is being brought to this nation by your foresight. We accept it always and in all places, most notable Felix, with all thankfulness. Nevertheless, not to be tedious to you any further, I beg you to hear by your courtesy a few words from us. That we have found this man a plague, a creative dissension among the Jews throughout the world and a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. He even tried to profane the temple and we seized him and wanted to judge him according to our law. But the commander Lysias came by and with great violence took him out of our hands, commanding his accusers to come to you. By examining him yourself, you may ascertain all these things which we accuse him. And the Jews also assented, maintaining that these things were so. Then Paul, after the governor had nodded him to speak, answered, Inasmuch as I know that you have been for many years a judge of this nation, I do the more cheerfully answer for myself. Because you may ascertain that it is no more than 12 days since I went up to Jerusalem to worship. And they neither found me in the temple disputing with anyone, nor inciting the crowd, either in the synagogues or in the city. Nor can they prove the things which they now accuse me. But this I confess to you, that according to the way, which they call a sect, so I worship God the God of my fathers, believing all things which were written in the law and in the prophets. I have hope in God, which they themselves also accept, that there will be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and the unjust. This being so, I myself always strive to have conscience without offense toward God and man. Now, after many years, I came to bring alms and offerings to my nation, in the midst of which the Jews from Asia found me purified in the temple, neither with a mob nor with tumult. They ought to have been here before you to object if they had anything against me, or else those who are here themselves say if they found any wrongdoing in me while I stood before the council. Unless it is for this one statement, which I cried out standing among men concerning the resurrection of the dead, I am being judged by you this day. When Felix heard these things, having more accurate knowledge of the way, he adjourned the proceeding and said, when Lysias, the commander, comes down, I will make a decision on your case. So he commanded the centurion to keep Paul and to let him have liberty and told him not to forbid any of his friends to provide for or visit, visit him. And after some days, when Felix came to his wife, Drusilla, who was Jewish, he sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith of, in Christ. Now, as he reasoned about righteousness, self-control, and judgment to come, Felix was afraid and answered, Go away for now. When I have convenient time, I will call for you. Meanwhile, he also hoped that money would be given him by Paul, that he might release him. Therefore, he sent for more often, he sent for him more often and conversed with him. But after two years, Porcius Festus succeeded Felix, and Felix wanted to do the Jews a favor, left Paul bound. Chapter 
chapter 25. Now when Festus had come to the province, after three days he went up to Caesarea to Jerusalem. Then the high priest and the chief men of the Jews informed him against Paul, and they petitioned him, asking a favor against him, that he would summon him to Jerusalem while they lay in ambush among the road to kill him. But Festus answered that Paul should be kept at Caesarea, and that he himself was going there shortly. Therefore he said, let those who have authority among you go down with me and accuse this man to see if there's any fault in him. And when he, had, when he had remained among them more than 10 days, he went down to Caesarea. And the next day, sitting on the judgment seat, he commanded Paul to be brought. When he had come, the Jews who had come down from Jerusalem stood about and laid many serious complaints against Paul, which they could not prove. While he answered for himself, neither against the law of the Jews, nor against the temple, nor against Caesar, have I offended in anything at all? But Festus, wanting to do the Jews a favor, answered Paul and said, Are you willing to go up to Jerusalem and there be judged before me concerning these things? So Paul said, I stand at Caesar's judgment seat, where I ought to be judged. To the Jews I have done no wrong, as you know very well. For if I am an offender or have committed anything deserving of death, I do not object to dying. But if there's nothing else in these things of which these men accuse me, no one can deliver me to them. I appeal to Caesar. Then Festus, when he had conferred with the council, answered, You have appealed to Caesar? To Caesar you shall go. After some days, King Agrippa and Bernice came to Caesarea to greet Festus. And when they had been there many days, Festus laid Paul's case before the king, saying, There's a certain man left a prisoner by Felix, about whom the chief priests and elders of the Jews informed me. When I was in Jerusalem asking for judgment against them, to them I answered, It is not the custom of the Romans to deliver any man to destruction before the accused meets the accusers face to face and has opportunity to answer for himself concerning the charge against them. Therefore, when they had come together without any delay, the next day I sat on the judgment seat and commanded the man to be brought in. When the accusers stood up, they brought no accusation against them of such things as I supposed. But I had some questions against him about their own religion and about a certain Jesus who had died, whom Paul affirmed to be alive. And because I was uncertain of such questions, I asked whether he was willing to go to Jerusalem and there be judged concerning these matters. When Paul appeared, appealed to be reserved for the decision of Augustus, I commanded him to be kept until I could send him to Caesar. Then Agrippa said to Festus, I also would like to hear the man himself. Tomorrow, he said, you shall hear him. So the next day, when Agrippa and Bernice had come with a great pomp and had entered the auditorium and the commanders and the prominent men of the city, at Festus' command, Paul was brought in. And Festus said, King Agrippa and all the men who are here present with us, you see this man about whom the whole assembly of the Jews petitioned me, both at Jerusalem and here, crying out he was not fit to live any longer. 
when I found that he had committed nothing deserving of death and that he himself had appealed to Augustus, I decided to send him. I have nothing certain to write to my Lord concerning him. Therefore, I have brought him out before you, and especially you, King Agrippa, so that after the examination has taken place, I may have something to write. For it seems to me unreasonable to send a prisoner and not to specify the charges against him. And not to specify the charges against him. I have so much that I can unpack from this reading. And you could even tell, like, usually even when I come here, I always find myself in a tension um, when I read these texts because there's so much to take out of this, right? There's so much to extrapolate from this, so much truth, so much depth. And we do that. We do that with Bible study, which is why you should definitely join our Patreon community. Our Bible studies are there, patreon.com slash Isaac Fram. Just throwing that in there. Or also just join our Discord community because then you'll get to be a part of the Bible study live, whether or not you support, whether or not you can support us on Patreon. So we encourage you to join us there on our Discord community. And you'll see that we'll spend more time just digging into a portion of scripture and really to just unpack it and just to do a lot of work on that portion of scripture. Here, we don't do that. We're simply just asking the question, like, God, what are you, what are you saying? Like, what, what are you saying today, God? Like, what, what, are, you, what are you saying to me? And of course, you guys have this opportunity to eavesdrop into this conversation. And so as I'm reading this, there's some things that my mind wants to go into, and then there's some things that the Lord wants to remind me of by his spirit. And I just want to share this short, quick thought with you guys. I'm not going to spend a lot of time. Just a short thought with you guys on this. Notice, as we spoke about in our last reading, man, that Paul's background gets him access and also gets him a way out. Paul was a Roman, but he was also a Jew. And so as a Jew, he had access to a culture and a people because he knew them well. He was part of that culture. Remember, he spoke in Hebrew. It gave him access. But then as a Roman, after the Jews heard the message of the gospel and the message of the resurrection, the Jews heard it and were like, nah, this man got to go. Like, we got to kill this guy. That's it. We're done. That was our reading last time. And they would have killed him if not for his access Paul's access to the Romans because he was a Roman citizen. They couldn't, the Roman, uh, the Roman government could not just allow the Hebrews to just the Jews to just kill him. They just couldn't allow that. And so they quickly took Paul and sent him away and put him into, uh, into prison as a means to protect him as well. And then Paul goes from there to then pleading his case. But in all of that, there's this plot against Paul. And notice as we read it, like this plot was to kill him. They were over it. And Paul was sitting there going, hold on. I, who was, who was a Pharisee, like I know the word. 
In what, in what way have I contradicted the gospel? In what way have I contradicted our teachings? Here's the thing that's really important for you to understand. The, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, Jesus himself did not go against the law. And he wasn't going against Roman teach, I'm sorry, Jewish teaching. There's nowhere there that he's con that he's in conflict with them. Only on the matter of resurrection, which the Pharisees believed in. The problem was, is that they were too focused on their power, their control, you know, their agenda, their way, their iniquities. They were so focused on their way of thinking that it wasn't about whether it coincided with the message of the gospel or even with Roman or Hebrew, sorry, not Roman, of Hebrew law. That wasn't their concern. Their concern was the status quo and how Jesus was turning the status quo on its head. That was their concern. And yet Paul's exposing to say, wait, at what point did I even contradict you guys? What I'm speaking about and what I'm believing in is in no way contradicting of the law. He says in verse three, you sit and judge me according to the law. And then you command to strike me contrary to the law. He's saying what you're telling, what you want to do is contrary to what the law says. Now you tell me, where have I contradicted you, Pharisees? For weren't you supposed to believe in the resurrection? Didn't you have hope in the resurrection? Of the dead, and yet this is what I'm being judged on. This is what Paul's saying. Paul's saying, I'm saying there's no need to hope in it anymore because it's here. This is the fulfillment of the law. This is the accomplishment of the law in Jesus Christ. Like Paul is just literally, Paul's like, bro, what are you accusing me of right now? Because whatever it is that's warranting or deserving of death, fam, what I said isn't deserving of death at all. It coincides with the hope of Israel. They didn't want that. Because at the end of the day, it's not about the resurrection. It wasn't about God. It was about them. It wasn't about God's will. It was about their power. It was about what God was accomplishing. It was about what they wanted to continue to to what they wanted. It was about their agenda. It was about their way. It was about their power, their control. And so that brother, this guy got to go. We got to kill Paul. And of course, Paul is then seized. He's brought to Festus. Sorry, not Festus, to Felix. And then, of course, we read it. So I don't need to continue to reiterate over and over again. In the end, Felix has succeeded. Sorry, um, Felix is, uh, Festus succeeds Felix. Felix keeps him bound. So Paul's been in jail now for two years over accusations that don't warrant him being arrested, one, and don't warrant the he, the Jews wanting to kill him. Paul is literally in a place of oppression. 
Paul is facing accusations. Accusations that weren't true. And Paul finds himself in a position of defense. Paul was educated. He knows his stuff. He knows Roman law. He knows Jewish law. The man is brilliant. I mean, the man is brilliant. So Paul can talk his way and navigate through it. He can, he's got the rhetoric. He understands the law. He knows how to defend himself and he continues to do so. But he's doing just enough to keep him locked up. Paul is bound for two years. And after those two years, Paul makes an appeal to Caesar. He says, I need, I want to present my case before Caesar. Before I even go before them, because they've already made up their minds about me. Funny how the Sadducees and the Pharisees don't agree on anything. Like, sorry, not that they don't agree on it. But on that main topic, they don't agree. They disagree on a lot of things. But these Pharisees and these Sadducees, even though they were in disagreement, they were both in agreement to get rid of Jesus. Isn't that interesting? Just a little quick side note there. Just something to think about. Some people are unified by what they oppose. They're not actually unified by any conviction about what they're for. They're unified by what they oppose. At this point, they're just in opposition to Paul's teaching on the resurrection of Jesus and the ministry of the gospel. And because of that, they're willing to be unified, even if they're, they're, just think about this. We've got the religious elite. Just think about this for a second. The religious elite and the legal political elite. The the religious elite and the political elite unified against what? The purity of the gospel. If it wasn't for the offense of the gospel, they wouldn't even be unified. You got to ask the question, when you find institutions are unified, what are they unified for? Is it something that they're for or are they unified on something they're against? Here, they're unified on what they're against. I find that a lot of agendas really speak on what they're against, not necessarily what they're for, but anyway, it's another conversation for another day. That's not my point for the message. This is what the Lord's really speaking into me today. And this is what I'm going to leave you with today. As you just reflect, go about your day-to-day reflecting on this. Pay very, very close attention. Paul is facing accusation. Paul, you could say, is dealing with injustice. You could say that Paul is dealing with, you can look at Paul's situation and be like, man, that's not fair. You can look at Paul and say, man, this situation is just not fair. Like, how could this happen? Even for the sake of the gospel, man, Paul, this is just tough. But can I go one step further? Have you ever thought about this, that even in the presence of injustice, there's an opportunity for the prophetic, for a prophetic voice in the gospel? We look at Paul's situation and we say, man, it's unfair that Paul would be locked up for two years. It's unfair that Paul has the Sadducees and the Pharisees going up against him. It's unfair that Paul would have to confront these things. It's, man, it's unfair. But what if it was part of God's plan? 
Fam, just think about this for a second. What if what you see is unfair in your life is part of God's plan to get you somewhere that God wants you to be? What if the situation in your life, even if it's temporary, but it's long enough, just think about it, two years in prison. What if the reason why you're here is so that God puts you in a room, in a space, and on a platform that you would have never been in if it had not been for the unfair, unjust situations that you find yourself prior to that. Look at what God says to Paul. Verse 11, 23 verse 11, I'm going to leave you with that. But the following night, the Lord stood by him and said, be of good cheer, Paul. Like they're about to... Like they're banding to kill him. Paul's facing accusation. But look what he says. Be of good cheer, Paul. For as you have testified for me in Jerusalem, so you must also bear witness at Rome. Just think about this for a moment. Paul is stepping into a season where he will face accusation after accusation, where he's going to be bound and in prison, where people are going to want to kill him, where people hate him. Paul's dealing with all kinds of opposition. And yet God tells him to be of good cheer. Because not only do you, not only will you testify of me in Jerusalem, but I need to take you to Rome. Paul would not get to Rome if it had not been for the accusations and all the things that we just read about that he would face. If he wasn't in jail for two years, if he didn't face the opposition of the, the Pharisees and Sadducees, if they didn't plot to kill him, if none of those things happened, Paul may have never had an opportunity to preach the gospel in Rome. And this is a message for some of us here that maybe God is putting you through a season of pain and maybe God's got you in a season where you're facing accusation and God has you in a season where you are confronting opposition. God has you in a season where life just doesn't seem fair. Maybe it's not about fairness. It's about the glory of God. And maybe he's got you in the season now because God is putting you through the season to prepare you for a platform that he's about to take you into in the next season. Maybe the reason why you're going through what you're going through now, as painful as it may seem, maybe if you heed the voice of God, it might be just the will of God to reorient you and to guide you into where he's calling you next. Maybe. God's calling through, calling you to a season of, in, of pain. He's calling you to a season of hurt. And he's telling you, be of good cheer. Because I know you've been faithful here. But now I'm going to ask you to remain faithful. Even in prison and even in accusation. Because I'm calling you to an even bigger platform. Rome is the capital of the world. And God said, Paul, you're going to go through all of this now so that I can be preached in Rome. So you can stand before the most powerful man in the world 
and preach the gospel to him. Family, some of us who are going through it right now, we're saying, God, this is just, this just isn't fair. Well, maybe fairness is not part of God's plan. Maybe God is elevating you. Maybe it's not about what's right for you and what feels good for you, but rather where God is sending you to. Maybe we have to just be of good cheer and trust God even in the difficult moments when life seems unfair, not realizing that God is putting us somewhere else. He's propelling us somewhere else, even through all of that. So family, trust God with the season that you're in. Trust God with the season that he's putting you through. Even if it feels unfair, even if it doesn't feel right, even if, if it, just, it just hurts, even if you feel like you're going to fall apart, God's putting you in this season. He's going to keep you in this season. And he's telling you, be of good cheer in this season because he's taking you somewhere higher. But you need to go through this to get to where he's taking you next. He's got to test you in this season so that your words come out right in the next season. He's going to test you while you are locked up here so that when you're released over here, you can release the word with power and clarity. He's calling you not to just testify of him where you're comfortable, testify of him when you, where you're uncomfortable, where it doesn't seem right, so that he can take you to a place that you would have never imagined that you would have been in, and to testify of him with prophetic boldness. So today, we're going to trust God where we're at. Trust him with where we are at. You are here for a reason. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. Father, bless us today, Lord, as we go about our day. Father, Lord, teach us to trust you even in the difficult moments. Lord, thank you for this word that reminds us to be of good cheer even when the going gets tough even when things don't seem to be going right. But Lord, we trust you in your way. And we trust that it is above our way and that your thoughts are above our thoughts. And we say that in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, fam. I love y'all. Thank you for coming through. Again, uh, stick with us. Join us on our Discord community, discord.gg slash opusfrayer discord.gg slash opus frere. Also, prayerfully consider becoming a patron. Your Patreon support is what makes all this possible. The reason why we're going to be able to do more is because of your support. The reason why we're here is because of your support. And so I want to encourage you guys to join our Patreon community. It's patreon.com slash Isaac Frere. Patreon.com slash Isaac Frere. I will see you guys. All right. Uh, we'll be on Discord tomorrow for prayer. So join our Discord community for prayer. Discord.gg slash Opus Frere. Join us there. We'll, we'll have live prayer there. And so I look forward to hanging with you guys there. If you have any questions, any concerns, feel free to message on Discord. We have a whole community there. And you'll get to plug in and get connected with folks. So that's even better. All right. Um, so, yeah, I'll see you guys tomorrow. And if you're not there, I'll see you guys on Wednesday for uh, the next reading rant. As we close out, we're going to be closing out on X, y'all. That's crazy. We're closing out on X. God bless you guys. Love y'all. Peace out.